It's October 28th, 2017, and it's time to grow up. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and thank you again for listening to Bottle Car Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast. We're going to talk about Dota 2 for just a little while this week. We're going to gonna shorten it down, try not to drag it out, trying to mm-hmm. you know keep it high quality, almost as high quality as the new Mercedes-Benz E-Class sedan, you know, etc. I wonder if you're intelligent enough to drive one. Nick. Well, you see, the most intelligent E-Class family of all time is welcoming a powerful new member to the dynasty. The E400 sedan model arrives this year, boasting a 3.0-liter V6-bit turbo engine, producing 329 horsepower and 354... You know, you know, it's I was going off of bit turbo, semi-memory right? there. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. What has happened? It is. Um... So what's happened? I want to talk about this for a second because I want to, like the memes are the memes, right? And listen, meme, meme artists. Yes, you're doing a pretty good job this time. These are pretty funny. Normally, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy tired. who's going to shit on you. I don't know but why. I'm I'm getting a little tired, but that's okay. You know, it's fine. You guys are doing good work. Let's talk about ESL One Hamburg, and before we actually talk about the games that are happening in the tournament, let's talk about the fact that the entire tournament was like in grand fashion sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> All the teams are driving Mercedes-Benz around town. They drive to the event in a Mercedes-Benz with their team logo on it. Their Mercedes-Benz logos in the middle during the drafts. Every five minutes we get a shout out from Mercedes-Benz and then we cut to an ad break with two ads for a Mercedes-Benz. In the middle of the arena there is a Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, Mercedes-Benz, Mercedes-Benz. Now that isn't the funny part. The funny part is that the the slogan for the Mercedes-Benz <laughs> ad campaign. You come to this esports tournament, you are the primary sponsor of the esports tournament in a way that frankly I haven't seen in another Dota tournament before. They're way more like upfront as a sponsor. They're in every element. And their slogan for this ad campaign is grow up. I don't know if it's just the fact that, you know, the memes have taken over. Nothing is stronger than a meme that it seems like it's the first big ever hyper spawn, like hyper focus sponsor tournament. But yeah, you're, you're totally right. And it's, it's really weird. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a perfect storm of like the first hyper sponsor plus their messaging just being off. Listen, (laughs) just awful. Your your ad campaign is whatever, right? But you really shouldn't go to a nerd party and tell them to grow up. That's really not going to win you customers. It's it's just kind of like it's, it's not as condescending as I was like, what, what, what is that? It's like they're trying to, because it's fucking Mercedes, they're trying to say, like, oh, we're a high-class brand for, you know, oh, right. for sophisticated grown-up people. Your Honda Civic's nice, but it's time for a grown-up car. It's time for you to grow up. Have your midlife crisis. Buy a Benz. <laughs> so, listen, Mercedes, a couple of things. One, you might want to tweak your messaging a little bit. Two, if I'm going to, quote, grow up to a luxury car, I'm going to get a Lexus. Don't even fucking Ugh. listen. Ugh. What? What? Ugh. Have you driven a Lexus in a video game? (laughs) (laughs) No, listen. I have played games like Gran Turismo where they very accurately model car handling, and Lexus is a fun to drive. Oh, do Uh they? Also, it's by Toyota, and Toyota makes good cars. Yeah, sure. I don't don't want a Lexus, but if you're like, Colin, you get one free luxury car, it would probably be a Lexus, because they're fun. (laughs) 
What, wait, wait, what's your answer? I, sure. I mean, I, I haven't driven a Lexus to my knowledge. Pretty sure. I'm sure it's a great car. Like Toyota's fine. They're a great company. Like they make good, good cheap cars and good expensive cars. But it's just kind of like if you're gonna buy a luxury car, why would you buy a Lexus? It just feels like. What, what's it's like, Colin? It's like a it's like a a grandpa car is what it sounds like to me, which is perfectly fine in its own yeah. right. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. Like, listen, if we're not saying that my like, I don't want a luxury car. I don't want one. If Lexus I had to have one, that would be sponsor my sponsor the next major, and it's going to be. Uh, mm, no, this is not easy to invert. No, grow down, Nick. Nick young Nick, up. They're going to have to sponsor Heroes of the Storm because they can say "Enter the Nexus" oh, with Lexus. Fucking. <laughs> Uh, I don't even have a soundboard up. <laughs> there would have to be a Heroes of the Storm tournament. We're sponsoring, and there is not. Oh, very nice. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I was, was going to get a fucking Prius. I don't really care. But if I'm going to get just, an electric car. It's just Nick, not as high Nick, quality. If you were going to get a luxury cars. car, what would you get? I would get some sort of manual car with... Fun amounts of torque, because I like manual cars, and I would never buy an ex- well. No, it would be very unlikely that I would buy an expensive car that wasn't manual. No, but I'm saying if you got a luxury car, specifically a luxury car for free, and you don't have to go into models. I'm not planning to do okay. some fucking like auto model stuff. Bullshit. Sure. Which brand is your preference? Since you're, since you're fucking, honestly, apparently, apparently you're looking down your nose at Mercedes and you're definitely shitting on Lexus. It's just that like, Lexus, Lexus is fine. They're, they're fine. I'm sure they're great. I know the thing is, I would probably, I would choose a Mercedes. Mm. The thing is, so you've I've been driven a Mercedes before. A tiny little two-seater convertible Mercedes. In fact, it's currently 15 feet away from me. It's not, I don't know if I have... It's the car I learned to drive on was a Mercedes. And no, I'm not <laughs> fucking like uh, uh, Oil Baron's son or something. It had like 250,000 miles on it. And I was supposed to kill the car. I didn't kill the car. No, got lucky. But I've, I've driven a Mercedes before. And it's that's what I like. I'll take that. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll accept that answer. So sure, I'm a, I'm a Mercedes fan. Welcome to Mercedes Crow, where we talk about the new Mercedes-Benz E-Class sedan. You see the most intelligent E-Class family of all time is welcoming a powerful new member to the Dynasty. The E-400 sedan model arrives this year, boasting a 3.0 liter V6 bi-turbo engine, reducing 329 horsepower and 354 pound-feet of torque. The same powertrain that currently drives its E-400 coupe, cabriolet, and four Matic wagon cousins. Paired with a 9-tronic 9-speed automatic transmission and dynamic selected promises, a bracingly smooth way to experience uncommon luxury. I was going to keep going, but I realized I don't, I think you're smart enough to just not cut me off. And edit it out later instead. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm thinking I'm sort of mentally doing a calculation of how many what how many multiplier on speed I need to do on that in the edit. The longer you go, the more of a speed multiplier I mean, that's going to get. Naturally, the 2018 E400 sedan continues the tradition of E-class brilliance, harmonizing advanced automotive intelligence with awe-inspiring interior design. Its first-class furnished heaven puts our advanced vehicle systems right at your fingertips. Even as its world-class innovations continue to push the boundaries of what's possible in the world of automotive intelligence, car-to-x communication enables the E-class to exchange information with similarly equipped vehicles, effectively allowing it to see around corners and through obstacles to detect potential hazards. Drivers. Systems including the active distance assist, disc tronic, active steering assist, and active lane change assist, featuring intelligent cruise control, will help you.
you keep will help keep you between the lines and can even help you shift between them. Inside the eClass cabin provides an a nope an environment of pure comfort and responsive technology. Flowing lines and vibrant screens provide a striking visual display while touch controls, aromatherapy what? Aromatherapy? Uh, Fuck, let me finish. Intelligent seeds indulge all of your senses at once. It's a vehicle that demands to be driven and more than lives up to the dream. Look for the E400 formatic stand at your Mercedes-Benz dealership this winter with an MSRP of five, nope, 58,900 US dollars. Aromatherapy? Does the, the E400 feature aromatherapy? Before I engage with you, allow me to make a prediction. This prediction is not so much for listeners as it is for future Colin, who probably spent as much time editing that part oh, as absolutely. the rest of the podcast <laughs> the of the put podcast. together. Aromatherapy. <laughs> uh, I, I, aromatherap I hope this is part of the meme. Is this... I, I gotta Google this. E400 aromatherapy. Nothing's coming up. Wait, no. No. <laughs> Nick, we have to talk no. about No. The we air balance system is a fresh new take on cabin comfort. Learn how your car's ionization system can purify the cabin air, then infuse it with a subtle aromatherapy with an innovative fragrance atomizer. Nick, we have to talk about Dota. I can't. Aromatherapy. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like I'm a quick, buy a quick like three minutes. Me too. <laughs> But I, we're, we're we're very similar in many ways. We're also very different, and I I forgot that you wouldn't cut me off, so I just had to I had to go for it. Why would I cut you off? I, there's really no reason. You just wanted to learn about the aromatherapy. By, I did. By Alexis, and let wait. Hold on, Alexis aroma. <laughs> Let's just Google random car names and then aromatherapy. Hello, aromatherapy Lexus is on Facebook. There's a group. Uh, nope, this is a picture of a chest. Oh, nope. Well, no response. No, nothing for Ford aromatherapy. Let's move on to Chevy. <laughs> Dodge aromatherapy. Dota aromatherapy. What? What's the first thing that comes up? Essential oil direct sales has nothing to do with... Hmm. Actually, the second thing that comes up is SGU versus Keen, SA versus that. China elimination match in ESL Hamburg. And in the description, <laughs> it's pulling oh. the aromatherapy thing. <laughs> <laughs> the aromatherapy and tailored seats. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, is, what have you done, Mercedes and or Benz? Nick, we played some Dota this week. We did a little bit. It's been another busy week, unfortunately. But we, well, DLG, our our our, um, hmm, our amateur team. I was going to call us a pro team. It's just no. It's just five, the five of us playing together under the name Defy Logic Gaming have a bye this week, and we had a bye last week. So no official games, but we've mm -hmm. been playing together and trying some stuff out. Yeah, we did a we did a scram. Yeah, you know. we, we were kind of we weren't goofing around. It was like, hmm, what if we did something like we know what we normally do? Let's do something totally different to throw ourselves out of whack. And we threw ourselves out of whack. Yeah, we were it successful. The most fun. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm glad we did it. It's one of those I things guess. where it's it's easy to on paper be like, okay, let's take this scrim as an opportunity to try some other stuff. 
and you know, like win or lose, who really cares? We're gonna we're gonna learn some things. It's like, all right, losing in Dota sucks, <laughs> especially like, when it's oh, five v like stack v stack, right? Because yeah. it's not just like, oh, I lost to some randoms because of some other guy that I queued with who sucked. It's like we lost because we lost. It's us versus our friends, and our friends beat us, and I'm salty. Um, and I got over it, but I was I was not happy for a while there. <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah. We we keep playing together, keep keep getting better, and then keep being listening. Like, oh yeah, there's a reason we've talked about strategy and stuff. What a, mm-hmm. what a surprise! And also last week, and probably the week before that, we we got. I even wanted to mention this because it's semi bottle core relevant. Uh, we were talking about you know me 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 all of our cores <laughs> on the We Like Dota podcast. Even when I I said that Sam and Jim were talking about us. In the game, they mostly talked about Viper. They didn't mention how great Colin was playing on Dazzle. <laughs> how great our supports were that game. And then right after the podcast last week, Colin messaged me like, "Hmm, I'm on the team too, aren't I?" <laughs> I just wanted to and, give you some uh, shit. I wasn't trying to. I was. I was. I wanted you to step up. You're like, no, you got to like. I was talking about. Oh, oh, I last hit really well. Blah blah blah. But Colin had this one this one great dazzle grave moment no like two or three in the one game when we he played dazzle for the official game and there were great moments and on my soundboard i have a certain clip of of jesse host emeritus going whole fucking shit which is in reference to an old old team where i think i was on it and then he saved our mid laner good old burrito gaming as dazzle when he had like 13 hp left <laughs> and it was great and i i did it in the moment i'm like oh shit that was a great grave and that happened like two or three times and it was key for, to winning the team fights that won us the game so hey throwback to now not really important games but hey colin colin was great too supports wow, thank you are great in dota the only thing i wanted to call mm-hmm. back to that is i believe you will recall that in that podcast I, we had a segment at the end where I made a claim and I said sort of in a, in a soft voice, hey, shirts, I'm going to beat you. And I fucking did. What's up now? I'm dancing. You can't see it. Doesn't come, really come through on a microphone, but I'm kind of doing a little flailing dance with my arms. What? 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 I told, I, at the end of the podcast, uh, we were we were talking about our upcoming match. Uh-huh. This was... I don't know. This was a while ago. It was when we were before the oh, before okay. the game. Not I said, "Hey, shirts, podcast. I'm gonna." No, sorry. Excuse okay. me. Two podcasts ago. Got feedback corner. Yeah. Follow up corner. I beat there him. There we go. Follow up with ourselves. Yeah. When in doubt, like I I I, I live I go come by the position five. Honestly, I'm probably not gonna <laughs> hype my own shit. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. That's why why you gotta pin people. But I am excited. They um in our the scrims was against was against that same team, um Havarti, and I was glad that they forced us out of our comfort zone, and I got to try some other stuff because some of it worked. And it's so like, I hey, have... look at that nice warm comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Let's no, go there. I mean, I know I'm not going to be able to go dazzle and oracle all the time, so it's good that I'm being forced <laughs> to check out other things. ESO one Hamburg. Let's return to this topic. Yes. Just like the E400 is returning with a new lineup for this year in 2018. Okay, this time I'm gonna stop you. Yep. <laughs> I didn't have. I'm. I'm deflated. Have you caught much of the tournament, Nick? 
I have caught a zero of the tournament, unfortunately. Really? That's unfortunate yep. indeed. I've caught I've caught a decent amount of it actually. Okay, um, good. I was going to ask because it's in Europe and I'm in California. I keep waking up too er- too late for the first matches of the day. Um, but but I've caught you know usually one or two matches a day, and I'll just be some good Dota. Um, yeah, I heard there's been a lot of like interesting matches, especially from like Keen, this yeah, yeah. Chinese team that. I haven't. I feel like I've heard about before, but not a lot. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really familiar with them, but they've really been. They've been really taking it to some of the some of the killers. Uh, I don't want to. In case anyone, mm, are we spoiling results? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Keen Keen is out now. Um. So the the lower bracket finals, they made it there and they lost. Um. But uh, the what the road there was was very convincing. Some some excellent play overall. And uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, they kind of came out of nowhere for me, and they seem like ones to watch. I don't feel like I know any of their players. Nope. Just just good team from out of nowhere. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, SGE Sports too. The the Brazilians have been playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also got knocked out, but they were they were they were repping it pretty I good. I mean, Fnatic was the first to go. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. I was not impressed Against with what EG, I saw Fnatic. But... It, I mean, EG's out too. EG, um, yeah. <laughs> They're, it, it's, we, we need to see him play more, in more like serious tournaments too. But Fnatic, you mean? Uh, EG. EG. Oh, yes, also Fnatic, all, all of them. Okay, so here, here, thoughts on Fnatic first. Um, they need to really rethink some. I think they need to rethink captainship. I think I think EE is the captain right now, and they need to change that. Because I, I, I continue to stand by the fact that having a position one as your captain is a bad idea. Just because yeah. how the game works. Like, this is not this is not really me shit-talking Jackie Mao. This is just the way Dota works. I don't think you should have a position one or two as your captain. They just have too much to do. They have to be too focused on their own shit. And it yeah. lends towards you thinking in a more selfish way that isn't helpful to the main team. Um, he also played a Broodmother, which, by the way, Broodmother is huge this tournament. Yeah, what? Hmm, I guess she was played a little bit, but, like, where'd she come from? <laughs> not, I don't, not I, don't, sure I, I feel like it, she came from Liquid, because Liquid's always like yeah. Broodmother, and now everyone's, you know, they're TI champions, so everyone's kind of chasing after them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eternal Envy played his first professional game as Broodmother, <laughs> uh, and... I saw the one kill some... where mm-hmm. he got Winter's cursed and his his babies just fucked him up. I don't Real think bad. I don't think considering it's his first game as Brood Mother in a pro game, I think he didn't do that badly, but he has some kinks to work out. He wasn't ready for it. Hmm. Um and that plus plus yeah. Let let DJ or Pilot I be your captain. Just move it away from, from the top because that's just too much. Um now Let's talk about evil geniuses. Guys, you remember how PPD left and then there was that whole thing of like maybe Sumail said it's him or me? There was that whole kerfuffle, we remember all that? Mm-hmm. And then like that seemed like it happened. There's also some other details that came out that like PPD's style of Dota was clashing with RTZ and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They need to play fucking PPD Dota. Arteezy has 
never won a TI. And I'm not just saying that, like, win a TI, then talk. TI is the ultimate test of your skill and your judgment. And I think Arteezy has bad late game judgment. I just do. I think that's finally, like, condensing this feeling I've had about Arteezy, where I'm just not not a big RTZ fan for so long. I'm finally starting to understand. I think in the mid late and late game, RTZ makes bad decisions and not like bad decisions. Not like he doesn't go EE, right? He doesn't like (laughs) flip out and do something crazy, but he just makes this little misunderstanding. He makes this little overreach and it's gone. Mm. He, he starts a TP to a shrine with the enemy there, and he's like, it's fine, and lets the TP run. And you're like, ah, oh, you shouldn't have done that, and he dies. Or he, like, he sees a fight, and he starts to run, and he's like, wait, I can take this, and he can't. Arteezy is a fantastic player, but I don't know about Arteezy Dota. Huh. I so. can see it. And I don't you know, like, fucking... My my usual my usual caveat here of this fucking two K asshole telling you how to play Dota I don't really know right but I feel like we have to admit like if you if you are not admitting to yourself that that's that that Arteezy lacks something to be a champion then you're crazy because he's had so many shots to be a champion and he hasn't gotten it there must be something I that's don't know theory. it's certainly possible there's something. You think he's just gotten unlucky five times or whatever? I think no man is an island, and I think no team is uh, the team is you know the sum of its parts. I don't, I haven't analyzed him enough to agree or disagree, but I can definitely sure, I could definitely see that being the possibility. That's fair. That's fair. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just I want there to be an answer. I don't just want to continue continue to be this person <laughs> with this weird feeling about RTZ and just every time he's being Twitter. like, because mm, that just that feels shitty, you know. Yeah. If I don't yeah, have, it's good to at least pinpoint like what normally happens around him that yeah. that causes his uh, his rocky rocky past. And like, I don't dislike him as a like. There are players who I can admit that I don't like them very much as people, right? From mm-hmm. from the public persona of them, I don't know them personally, right? But, like, I don't think I probably like Sumail or Bulba, for instance, right? Arteezy isn't on that list. He seems like a perfectly decent guy. Just, I'm not sold on him as a player. I see. If he wanted to join DLG, I would super let him. And I would <laughs> totally... Mm? You know what, Nick? You're the one person on the team I wouldn't kick. Oh, I thought you were just about to kick me. No. No, you're the one and person I wouldn't kick. And then it turned into a, a touching moment. Except for the fact that the other three people on the team were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Well. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so, we're the two... No, we are the three surviving members of Magical Girls, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Including Mr. Blue. Hmm. The magic will live on. Nick, we've made a discovery today. Have we? Oh. We made a discovery about uh, Monkey King and his interaction with Uh, Battle Fury. uh, It's a dead game. 
It's dead game, Colin. Patch will fix. Don't even worry about it. So Nick was rather fond of uh, sometimes when he when he did, couldn't get anti-mage, but he was confident he could outplay the anti-mage on the other team, he would pick Monkey King and then go a build that I like to call Anti-King, where he goes for, well, I mean, what was it, like Diffusal and Battle Fury? That you gotta, you build like exactly, exactly like Anti-Mage, except you also build a Diffusal. So that you can pseudo Anti-Mage, yep. Because then you're you're just like Anti-Mage, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. And I, I kind of felt this. It always felt weak, but apparently, fucking Boundless Strike, his Q, doesn't cleave. It does every other fucking on hit thing in the game, except for cleave. Well, and it doesn't. What qu- the fuck? It kind of, it kind of has a weird interaction with with Maelstrom, right? Does it? Maelstrom and Mjolnir. Well, it can only it can only proc on one person because there's a cooldown. Sure. They added it but... specifically for Monkey King. Basically. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was for Wind Ranger. No, actually somebody did the math and it will never and it will never happen to Wind Ranger. She can't huh. fire that fast because okay, of her I thought it was longer. Yeah, oh. I thought so too. But I I because I, I, I made it that didn't. claim on the podcast and then someone was like, You're <laughs> yeah. an idiot, you didn't do the math and I was like, Oh, okay, great. Cool. Good. This is not a stealth Wind Ranger nerf. Wonderful. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a sad day. Can't I just cleave everything in an AoE? Is that too much to ask? Ice Frog, I know the po- the patch is in like three days, right? Yeah. But it's not too late. You can save Anti-King. <laughs> save Give us me. the Anti-King we deserve. We do. Long live the king. So I think that probably strikes Battle Fury from the list of best items in Dota, right? It can't be the best item in Dota. <sighs> Here we go. What is the best item in Dota, Nick? Oh boy, this, this sprung up just randomly somehow when on our, uh, our DLG team chat and Discord, we somehow got talking about what the the best item in Dota Two is. I could tell you exactly how we got there, but okay, yeah, I don't remember. It's it was it, it, yeah. Apologies, <laughs> apologies like to people involved, but yes, it was pretty stupid. <laughs> The whole thing was all pretty stupid because uh, it, it ended up being like, wait, what do you mean by best item? What do you mean by best item? One person thought it was it was Blink Dagger. We were talking about, oh, I remember. No, we thought it was Force Staff. No, we, like, no, it's no, 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 wards, no. Or it's definitely we, TP Skull. We didn't think it was Force Staff. We just thought oh, Force Staff was better than Blink Dagger. And they're yeah. like, oh, you think it's the best item in the game? It's like, no, why are you putting Blink Dagger on that list? Are you high? Um, so, And then it's like, no, they think it's something totally different than what we thought. Yeah. Yeah. What is the best item in Dota 2, though, Colin? It's the TP Scroll. Assuming you are considering cost, it's the TP Scroll. Yeah. After yep. that, maybe wards or brown boots. Wards, brown boots, and then this was our big discussion. It's all about like mobility. Mobility is so huge. It is so good. Four staff, totally underrated item. Now let's talk. Let's 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 have the conversation of four staff versus blink because okay. While. Obviously, both of us are on one side of this fight, thinking Force Staff is better, and then apparently two members of our other team, two <laughs> members understand. of our other team, think Blink Dagger is better. Uh, and I don't 
really want to misrepresent them or take this moment where they're not here to just rant about how wrong uh, they are. Yeah, I don't want to speak ill of you know, this one so, here. So what but. we're going to try and do is we're going to talk about the values of each, right? Okay. Now, Blink Dagger is a great item. Mm-hmm. And I might say that Blink Dagger is the most iconic item in Dota. Definitely not. It's definitely BKB. No. Don't you think? I, what? No. Well, when you think it's about... It's big. It makes, you, it makes you bigger. It makes you gold. Nick, what is the thing that when people who play other MOBAs talk about Dota makes them go like, what? It's like, oh, you can buy an item that lets you teleport You can buy a flash. You... Yeah, you can buy you a can flash. Buy a you can buy a 12-second flash. I don't know if there is just one thing that everybody would... Because also, they'd be like, what the fuck? You can't... Magic doesn't work for 10 seconds? You can buy it's that? It's true. The BKB what? is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Also, Yules, you can buy just like a free low cooldown Zonias. You can use it on other people. Zonias is an item in... Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that one... I don't think... That one... No, that one... When I've, I have tried that one on people, and that one makes sense to them, right? It's like, oh, it's like a slightly different Zonias. Okay, got it. But you tell them about BKB, and they lose yeah. their minds. <laughs> <laughs> so or, how is that balanced? Or, or like, like you talk. I, I've talked to league players about Blink Dagger, like, and they're they were aware of it beforehand. They know about Blink Dagger, and like, they're just like they're talking about Dota, and they're like, it's just this game where everyone's teleporting for all the time. It's just madness. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, buddy. <laughs> um. Okay, so maybe not a contender for the most iconic item, I would okay. say. Um, for sure. The big change that happened before I started playing Dota was making Blink Dagger not cost any mana. Mm-hmm. And that is truly massive for what that item means in the game. Even Force Staff still costs mana to use. Yep. Blink Dagger is a short cooldown, no mana point and shoot this is where you are now item mm-hmm. it has range limitations but you can just be a place and the ability to be precise with positioning for spells that require precise positioning or escape is pretty incredible the precision yep. it allows is mind-blowing i mean it's core on those big engage heroes you know if, mm-hmm. if you got to buy color or chronosphere what or a lasso especially on batrider you you gotta have a blink dagger. On the other hand, there are heroes to whom a blink dagger is essentially useless. Like, if they have one for free and they have a free slot, sure, why not? But, like, you're never... The thing is, positioning is always gonna be good. It's, Mm -hmm. like, super important, because it's... Once you've done the early game and you're not just in like these static, you know, straight corridor lanes, the the terrain is kind of hard in a lot of places. And like terrain, man, like positioning management of like the actual fight where you take or where you try to like force a fight is real important. That's why high grounding is so hard. And so having like precise positioning is often, especially for supports who have to like stand in the back and stuff or try not to die while their carriers are doing stuff. It's huge. And, like, Force Staff is great for that. The thing is, in fight, it's it's unreliable. And it's and that's all it gives. Right, and that's the thing with, with supports. Coming, coming from a position 5 player, right? I, like, 
I don't care that much about Blink Daggers on position 5, because if the Blink Dagger allows you to reposition to wherever you want at the start of a fight, right? Mm-hmm. On most position 5s, if a fight breaks out and I'm not in the right position already, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> if I'm yeah. not already there, and now what is the right position will change over the course of a fight, but at that point, Blink Dagger's useless. At that point, I need a Force Staff. Yep. That's, like, that's why I don't I don't stand by Blink Dagger, is because, like, it, you know, the precision is amazing, and obviously there are heroes, like any initiator, I fucking love her shaker. Blink Dagger is just, it, it is the reason that hero works. But Force Staff... I mean, also, this. listen. 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 Nick, does Banana listen to this podcast? I think he does occasionally. <laughs> I think we were talking about separate things. Listen, Banana. Or <laughs> listen, listeners in general. There's a difference between fours and fives, right? And I think the difference is way more profound than people realize. It's a difference of attitude, right? It's cash. And one of the things about the Force Staff that I love so much is that I can help people. I can help people with a Force Staff. I can't help anyone with a blink. And if you get the most reductionist about this, you can. You go, huh, the five thinks it's great that you can save people and the four doesn't care. You can save people with positioning, though. It's a little bit more. You, but not you can like... blink. You can grave. You can blink stun. You can blink oracle. Blink purge. Blink, 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 blink. But it's situated like it's not reliable. Yeah, I mean, actually, actually, you know what the better comparison is? You know what the better fucking comparison is? In the early days of smartphones, the reason I went for an iPhone instead of for an Android was because when I want to make a call, I don't want the phone to fucking crash. I want to be guaranteed that it's <laughs> going to make a goddamn call. I want it to be reliable. I want to always be able to make the call. Because, hey, if you don't know, back then, I was on dialysis. I had a whole lot of hell shit going on. Sometimes I would almost die. And if I couldn't make a phone call, I was fucked. We're sorry. Your phone has crashed. <laughs> so, like, that's that's my attitude towards this, right? Like, a blink dagger is great. It's not going to be there all the time, though. A four staff has limitations, absolutely, but it will always, like, as long as the cooldown is up, as long as I haven't just used it, I can always use it. What I like about it, too, for, like, if I'm playing support or something, is it, the buildup. Like, force, mm-hmm. you can justify, not only justify, but, like, it's actually smart in terms of, you know, it gives you 10 int, which is great, and then 6 HP regen because you have to buy a ring of health. And you're only wasting, you know, quote unquote, wasting 400 gold on a recipe. Yeah, that's so true. So, like, those are attainable items. You know, 1k gold, you can eventually save that up. 850 gold, you can save that up for the, the regen, which you probably want anyways. So, I like it. I feel it's better because you don't have to sit around as a support early game with 2200 gold. So I guess what we're trying to say is Eric writes the only way to play guide for Legion Commander where he recommends four staff on Legion Commander <laughs> is a really great idea. I want to play a game as Legion Commander and and buy four staff. I want to see how it is. I do too. Maybe Rob's right. 
I think I think it could be really good, but I also <laughs> could totally see these situations where you like fucking like sled past your target and you're like, yeah. oh no, no no. <laughs> uh, so, My who knows? Mean. Who knows? That's almost it for the podcast, folks. Uh, we didn't talk that much about you know. Actually, let's double back. Let's double back because we fucked up. Oh, we did. We talked about ESL one Hamburg. We didn't mention. Pickmuckle was back for observing for this tournament. Yes. And he right. was fucking killing it. Just just fucking styling, really. There's there's a I got to see this live, but also I believe this this highlight made Reddit of him watching a gank happening I top and in the middle of the gank, snapping to another lane, like to to to, to bottom to see someone die, snapping back to the fight, snapping mid to see someone die, <laughs> snapping back to see the, the top fight. It's just like he like I have never seen three kills happen on the map at once and the observer not miss <laughs> any of them. It was the perfect storm. It was yeah. phenomenal. He's wonderful. Yeah. And it's it's a shame that he is mostly out of observing. Maybe he's kind of come back. Maybe that's what this is. Or maybe they were just like, hey, we know you're retired, but just one more job. <laughs> I um, need you one more time, kid. You're a hard man to find, Pitmuckle. <laughs> Apparently not hard enough. A very particular set of <laughs> observing skills. Yeah, no, he he killed it, and fucking God bless, God bless, good observers. It's <laughs> it's it's a it's a joy to see him work. So, thank you, yeah. thank you, Pimmuckle. And then, did we mention who's? We didn't even do this. So remaining in ESL one hamburger, <laughs> secret liquid VP and newbie. Yeah. We got we got off on tangents. Surprise. Maybe a little bit. I, and speaking of liquid. When I was doing my typical pre-show, go to Liquipedia and look up results, I found that, hey, it's Kuroki's birthday today. Hey, <laughs> happy birthday, Kuroki. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, good job being yeah, born. Um, no, happy birthday, Kuroki. GG. Uh, <laughs> I took the uh, the ESL1 Hamburg's personality test where they analyzed my Dota profile and they said I was the most like Kuroki. So it kind of feels wow. like it's my birthday, too. Wow, I'm I'm glad you made this about you, Colin. That's really big of you. <laughs> it's it's a classic support move. Yep. Um, okay. Actually, look, you may not have known, but Liquid is in the losers bracket, the lower bracket, um, because they were knocked. They're... They were in the lower bracket finals. They lost to VP. Okay, that's yeah. It's that's single was... elimination from here on, but yeah, they are in the losers bracket. That was the thing I was gonna say is that they lost to VP. And VP, yeah. they are the people who beat VP before in a TI. So, like, yeah. it's one of those things where we all left TI being like, man, Liquid looks so strong. And, man, Newbie, they were they were pretty phenomenal. They didn't really clutch it out in the finals, but, damn, that's a strong team. And I guess we all forgot that until that point, the story of TI was VP killing everyone. <laughs> Here's a yeah. fucking reminder. They're terrifying. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Almost as terrifying as the E fee hundred E fee hundred. I'm I'm off the podcast. I had a good run. Well, folks, we do have one more small announcement for you before we move on. Uh, oh yes, from right. this podcast, we're gonna try and do an extra live stream with the We Like Dota guys. Nick, you're yeah. you're kind of <laughs> very last to be minute organizing this a little more than I am. Why don't you Why don't you talk about this for a hot sec? Yeah, so this is next next Friday. Yes, next Friday to Saturday is apparently the Extra Life Game Day is what they call it. And Extra Life, if you don't know, they're like a it's like a it's a charity. It's a like 
they're organized around these 24-hour streams that and this is a yearly thing that happens all the time so you've, you've probably seen these this kind of thing before it's just a bunch of people like you know you get together and you do these you know 24-hour you just do these long streams and it's to donate uh to, uh what do they call the children's health nope I'm it's child's play i believe right nope no they children's here we go at one point it it's for the planning. children's miracle network hospitals and it's basically like you support local hot because this is like a network of children's hospitals and, and hospitals that do mainly pediatric care and stuff mm. so we'll be raising money for a stream for children's hospitals next friday to saturday on our uh well our stream we don't technically have a stream yet maybe we should do that yeah. it'll be on my stream uh it's uranium heart but we'll we'll post stuff on twitter and then probably also the we like dota stream maybe dreams's personal stream we'll see we'll, yeah. we don't know yeah. we'll make sure we tweet about it and stuff we're hashing out the details i will say at least for me I'm probably not going to be on there for a full 24 hours. No, I don't think I will. That seems <laughs> unlikely. But we'll 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 definitely do a decent amount of streaming. We'll definitely try and try and get some presents. And I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll do yeah, a show. Yeah, we'll try to do some fun stuff. Yeah. 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 Try to get some in houses going on. Do some some stupid things. Got to play hardcore ninja. Definitely hardcore ninja. Honestly, I'm. It's going to be like it's a time where I'm going to want to play a lot of Dota anyway because the new patch will have just come out and I want to figure things yes. out. Yes. Great <laughs> thing. It's great timing. And also. Yep probably there'll be lots of hardcore ninja to play perfect what a great game yeah. we'll make sure to to mention this again on the next episode of Botoko, which will be coming in a few days because of course patch yeah we're so. we're committing to a patch note special like 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 the old ones we used to do before we got 6.7.06 g and it was like should we even bother <laughs> it was just, it felt wrong yeah like, it's not a patch it's a patch notes regular it's not special yeah nothing special here colin yes what are your hopes for the new patch as we as we depart this the last episode of 7.06 what are you hoping for besides the new heroes nick do you want me to be like like fun and peppy podcast host or do you want me to be too real um you know what well, we got to get both in here but okay get, get the realness out okay the realness is honest to god as long as they nerf any one of the three, Veno, Necro, or Viper, I'm not going to say I'll be happy. I'm, like, the more time has gone... It will has not gone, be a dead game. Here is, here is what happened. Necro got awful, and I was like, oh, okay, so as soon as TI ends, they're going to nerf Necro, right? And then another couple of months passed, and now I'm at the point where I wonder if Ice Frog cares about my suffering at all. And the slightest token that he doesn't want me dead in the street will be What a sad and angry god. I'm just so done. So, like, my expectation is actually super fucking low. Yeah. I'm um, hoping for something relating to the map. Because, like, the two new heroes would be tons of fun, I'm sure. Especially if there's, like, new mechanics and stuff, and we'll see how they play into everything. But I think it's time again for some, some map changes. Have something happen to the map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my, my optimistic answer is I want changes to make level 1 Roche more viable. Right. I want Wind Ranger buffs. Shocker. I want some, like, changes to the jungle. I want new items. Hmm. And I want... Nick, you know what I want? Can you fix overthrow, please? 
Can you please <laughs> right. fix Overthrow? You built There's Overthrow. Can you please fix it? I mean, they fixed Captain's Draft because the miner's coming up. Yeah, it's true. We need to have... Is there anything in the rules that says you can't have an Overthrow Miner? Sponsors, talk to me. Mm. Lexus, I will... I will take back everything i said about you not being the ideal luxury car you know what's the ideal luxury car colin the 2018 i don't know any lexus models that's like i, I, I had the sponsorship in my grasp it's like me. lexus is 300 is that a real thing lexus is 300 for sale yes lexus is is a compact executive Car, a compact executive car, that's apparently a thing, sold by Lexus since 1999. It was originally sold on the Toyota Alteza nameplate in Japan from 1998 and onwards. Let me tell you something. In Gran Turismo, I think drives okay. That's that's so great. You know who else drives okay? Bloodseeker. He handles pretty well. Do you like my car? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, folks. This has been another episode of Bottle Crow Reborn. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you want to give us a rating review, be greatly appreciated. Spread word to your other Dota-playing friends. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Promoti for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro here on the show, and you can also purchase in-game in Dota 2. I also want to give a thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimmy, who did our podcast art. You can find her work on Twitter at at Svimmy, and you can also find her on Patreon at patreon.com svimmy if you would like a commission of your own. We're part of Scanline Media. If you want to go to scanlinemedia.com, you can find other podcasts that I am a part of, as well as other articles and such. And if you want to help that endeavor go forward, you can go to patreon.com scanlinemedia and chip in. And hey, actually, Nick, you were recently on an episode of a show that we're going to be debuting on there oh, very my. soon for patrons only oh we've never done anything for patrons only before executive and uh that's it's exciting um we wanted to we wanted to be very clear that nothing we have done before is going to suddenly be hidden behind a paywall everything will still be free to everybody we just have this little new project that you can get for just one dollar a month or probably just one dollar forever probably the way we're going to set this up you could probably submit one dollar and then cancel your pledge and you would probably still get access because i'm probably going to do a bad job i should cut this from the podcast <laughs> thanks everybody <laughs> have a good night Peace almost out. as good of a night as the e400 stan it really sounded like you said e400 stan e400 stan can i change my name on steam to e400 Hello and welcome to Botacro. I'm E400 Stan. It's October 28th, 2017. I'm E400 <laughs> Stan. Stan. <laughs>